Dove Schwartz here in Jerusalem, in the distance behind me, the Mount of Olives, the place from which our Messiah Jesus proclaimed, watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. Welcome to the program, the program designed to help us watch therefore and be ready. So thankful and blessed to be with you today on this very important episode of Watch Therefore. We were scheduled to do the final teaching from my book, America's Ark, yet the prophetic events taking place right up there uh, on what some call the Syrian-Israeli border is really more of a demilitarized zone than it is a border, but up there, uh, up on the Golan, the prophetic events that are taking place right now are so serious that I really need to share them with you. Now, um, I'm recording this at a time where I'm getting ready to go to Nigeria and proclaim these things. And I'm having to decide, can I leave Israel right now? Can I leave my family in the midst of such serious times? And I really believe the Lord has told me to go. Yet that kind of explains in and of itself to you the seriousness of this time. Let's start off with a word of prayer, shall we? Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you that you've placed us here in this generation. Thank you that we are here for such a time as this, as your prophetic word is being set up so clearly today. Thank you that we're here and where sin and the aggression of your enemies abounds, grace abounds all the more. Hallelujah. Bless all of our viewers today, Father. Please, we ask it in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to look today with you at Psalm 83 to begin with. I'm going to read verses 1 through 4. Do not keep silent, O God. Do not hold your peace and do not be still. The Hebrew there will be, O Elohim, O God. For behold, your enemies make a tumult, and those who hate you have lifted up their head. They have taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted together... Uh, against your sheltered ones, they have, come, they have said, Come and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel be remembered no more. So we see that those who were in this federation against Elohim, against God, and hate him are expressing that hatred towards the true and living God by their desire to wipe Israel off the map. Who are they? Let's look together at verses 5 through 8. For they have consulted together with one consent. They form a confederacy against you, against the Lord. The tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Gebel, Ammon and Amalek, Philistia with the inhabitants of Tyre, Assyria also has joined with them. They have helped the children 
of Lot. So let's identify these ancient peoples, some by geography and also by other means I'll share with you in just a moment. First, this confederacy starts with the tents of Edom. Notice they are the tents of Edom. These are, tents are temporary dwellings. Why? Because the Edomites, which speaks directly to the area of what's called Petra, it's in uh, southern Jordan today, what they did was is they would join against Israel's enemies when Israel was attacked. They would leave Edom and they would pitch their tents in what is today called the West Bank. The West Bank. Now, realize this. When people die, the spirits that are in them and in those territories do not die. And so today this would be those Arabs who call themselves Palestinians who are joining with the nations and the, those who want to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. Now, not all people who call themselves Palestinians are like this, but the leadership and the military wing of the Palestinians is what this is addressing right here. By the way, you can also see this, that the Edomites would do that. If you look at Psalm, I believe it's 137, as they joined in again, uh, with Babylon against the southern kingdom of Judah. And it speaks to the Edomites who did that. Where did they do that? In that area called the West Bank today. Now, the next place uh, we see here, or the next people, are the Ishmaelites. Ishmael was a father of much of what is the Arab population in the Middle East today. Moab, that is part of Jordan. The Hagarites, that speaks of Egypt. Gimel, Gebel, that's Lebanon, Ammon. The Ammonites, Ammon, Jordan. And Amalek speaks of the Sinai Peninsula. Look at this, Philistia, that's the Gaza Strip, the Gaza Strip, with the inhabitants of Tyre. That's also Lebanon. Now, where you see Gebel and Tyre, that's Lebanon where Hezbollah is today, the terrorist group that wants to destroy Israel. Think of this. The Bible's leaping off the pages. Verse 8 speaks of Assyria. Assyria is where Iraq and uh, I believe part of uh, uh, Syria is today, and also uh, the children of Lot which was, who was the father of the Ammonites in Jordan. And so what we see here is this, this passage coming together in this generation like never before. Now, there are Bible prophecy scholars who have written books about this, that this confederation of people groups uh, uh, together with one voice to uh, threatening to destroy Israel has never existed before 1948. And certainly... Things are heating up now, and I'm going to share more with you about that in just a moment. Now, I want to tell you, there's going to have to be a shift with a couple uh, areas or regions for this to be fully realized, for these people to come together fully, like in these passages. One thing is Jordan is going to have to shift. Now, that, won't, that could happen overnight. Um, seven, up to 70% of Jordan's population identify themselves as Palestinians, and they will one day, and it could happen very soon, it probably will happen very soon, and it could happen overnight. They will turn against Israel. And the same thing for Egypt. Now listen, Egypt comes and goes and changes directions very quickly. For example, it wasn't that long ago, just a few years ago, where the Muslim Brotherhood was in charge of Egypt, and they were threatening to march on Jerusalem with a million martyrs. Now their leadership is more... Um, friendly, uh, less aggressive 
towards Israel and is more concerned about Iran than they are about Israel. But that could change overnight, and that will have to take place for, for this uh, fully to come together that we see in Psalm 83. Well, what is verse 9 and, and 10? Actually, I'll read through 12. What do they say? Deal with them as with Midian and with Sisera and with Jabin at the brook Kishon, who perished at Endor, who became as refuse on the earth. Make their nobles like Oreb and Zeeb. Yes, all their princes like Zeba and Zalmunna, who said, let us take for ourselves the pastures of God for possession. These were in the book of Judges, enemies of the Lord who were enemies of Israel, who wanted to kill the Jews and take the land of Israel, like these today are gathering against Israel. Now, I want to quickly go over to Isaiah 17, and here's why. I'm watching this from my back door right now. Israeli Air Force jets are in the air all around us. Last night when we went to bed, we could hear them all, all around us. They would fly uh, cargo jets, Israeli heart, cargo jets, and, and uh, helicopters fly right behind me over the Sea of Galilee towards Syria regularly. And the Trump administration, praise God for President Trump, the Trump administration has declared that on May 14th, on the anniversary on modern Israel being rebirthed in, in 1948, uh, that on May 14th, the United States is going to open its embassy in Jerusalem. At the same time of this recording, last night, President Trump took America out of the Iran nuclear accord, and at the same time, the Israeli Defense Forces spokesman went on the news across Israel saying they're opening up the bomb shelters in the Golan because there's Iranian troop and missile movement closer to the border with Israel. And folks, uh, I'm going to talk more about Iran uh, in just a moment, uh, it, actually in the next segment after our break. But know this. Isaiah 17.1 is about to take place. It's being set up like never before right now. Isaiah 17.1, the burden against Damascus. Behold, Damascus will cease from being a city and, and it will be a ruinous heap. You see, this has never happened before. The most ancient city in the world, many believe, is Damascus. And they're now bombing around Damascus. Half a million people have been killed in the Syrian civil war. But Iran now has an open corridor like they've never had before. I'll talk about it in the next segment. They are setting up right now in southern Syria. Hezbollah has about 100,000 missiles, mostly in Lebanon, pointed at northern Israel. Now southern Syria is being set up. Now Syria has been a terrorist haven and has been threatening Israel since 1948. Like never before, like never before, Isaiah 17.1 is being set up. Now there's bombing. Israeli jets are bombing. And other things from the Syrian civil war are taking place on the outskirts of Damascus. And what we are witnessing is Isaiah 17.1 and Psalm 83, which many believe, and, and I do too, that it's very possible at least, that these two wars, Psalm 83 and Isaiah 17, will happen together. This was written, Psalm 83, and the Psalms were written in a like 1,000 B.C. Yes, Isaiah 17, 700 B.C. And we're watching these things come to pass. What a special generation we are. Folks, biblical wars are being set up right now. Our King, Messiah Jesus, is coming very soon. And I'm here to proclaim to you, before we go to this break, watch therefore 
and be ready. You don't want to miss what's coming up right after this break and have some very important things to share with you in this break. Watch therefore and be ready. I have important information to share with our viewers. This Watch Therefore television program is expanding into new areas. And I'm thankful for that because this message challenges the lukewarm, shake out of your lukewarmness and get ready for our King, Messiah Jesus, who promised that he's coming for us in the clouds to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. Also, this Watch Therefore message challenges the lost the signs are all around us. Get ready, repent of your sin, and believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, we have ministries operating under the Watch Therefore umbrella because the faithful servant is watching for the master to come, but he's also doing what the master commanded, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first, then the Gentiles, Romans 1.16, or to the Jew first ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan, ah, we're partnering with Israeli believers in Yeshua, getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and so much more. And our To the Gentiles platform poured out for the nations. We reach out into the nations with the gospel and discipleship in Africa, uh, helping orphans and doing pastors' conferences. All oh, there, it's so exciting. We just put a water well on the Naka Valley Refugee Settlement to help 450 orphans and vulnerable children on the camp have drinking water. Such a blessing and we partnered together to get to do that. Now I'm gonna talk about money here and, and first I like to say this, if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this program. It's our desire that you would just be our guest on the program today and please receive Jesus as Lord. We pray even today that you would do that. For those of you who are born again believers in Messiah Jesus, you want to lay your treasures up in heaven. What you can do is get on our monthly mailing list. You can uh, become prayer and financial partners and keep up with what we're doing in these Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Go to watchtherefore.tv and sign up. And we trust the Lord, the airtime, and what we're doing is so very expensive. But our help comes from the Lord, maker in heaven and earth, and we trust Him to raise up from our viewers faithful partners that will come alongside and together we will lay our treasures up in heaven and prepare to meet our King in the clouds. We want to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Also, we're in the closing weeks of this offer of my book, America's Ark. I've been teaching uh, through the book uh, for the last many weeks, and, and so we've got a few weeks left. And if you're interested, what you can do uh, is for any gift amount that comes into the ministry, we don't want anyone not to get a book because of money, for any gift amount that comes into, into the ministry, we will send you the book, America's Ark. But what you have to do, if you're, if you're sending in a check, in the memo section, write America's Ark, and if you're giving online, then what you do is somewhere in the notes, there's a place where you can write uh, America's Ark. So be sure to do that. Now we're going back to the program. Remember, watch therefore and be ready.
Welcome back to Watch Therefore. In the first part of our program today, we looked at the Psalm 83, Isaiah 17 war. Think of this. The most ancient city in the world, Damascus, will be leveled. It will be destroyed. This, this war will be earth-shaking and will be one of the things, I believe, that will lead to the Antichrist signing a seven-year agreement along with other nations with Israel, which brings in the time of tribulation our Messiah Jesus warned of. It also sets up the Ezekiel 38-39 war. Now, I've been hearing about this war since I was a little child, and certainly Bible prophecy teachers have been teaching on it for decades now uh, as things are becoming more clear with Bible prophecy than ever. And, and what I want to share with you is the events that are taking place right now that lead to the uh, Psalm 83, Isaiah 17 war also facilitate the Ezekiel 38 war. And we're watching things happen that have never been seen in the history of humanity. For example, you're going to see Russia and other nations and Persia, Iran, in these passages we're going to read in just a moment. And, and why am I telling you that? Because never before has this been possible. Why? Iraq has been a barrier to Iran having access to northern Israel. But when President Obama pulled the American forces out of Iraq after Saddam Hussein had been deposed by the American forces, that, rem that removal of all those American forces so abruptly facilitated a vacuum and then a corridor for Iran and Shiite adherents to Islam in Iraq who are loyal to Iran, uh, opening up a corridor for Persia, for Iran, to have access through southern Syria to northern Israel. This corridor uh, is part of Iran's vision to control the Middle East, which certainly they have a greater possibility of doing now, from Iran through Iraq into Syria and Lebanon, where Hezbollah is in Lebanon with 100,000 rockets pointed at northern Israel from Lebanon. And, and certainly that's what Iran wants to set up in southern Syria right now. Which brings us now to Ezekiel 38. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and prophesy against him, and say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. And so Rosh here speaks of Russia. Gog is a ruler, a leader over Russia at that time of this taking place. Could it be Putin uh, of Russia? Certainly it could be. Uh, it all remains yet to be seen, uh, but things are getting so close. Now think of this. Russia now has military bases, naval bases and military bases in Syria. Never before folks like this working with Iran and Hezbollah, troops under the guise of fighting terrorism in Syria. Also, of course, Afghani, Pakistani, and other Shiite Muslims are in Syria now. Meshach and Tubal, uh, many prophecy scholars believe, are in parts of Russia. Uh, I believe that as well. Also, these uh, uh, other Bible prophecy scholars talk about how the descendants of these took up regions in 
turkey. Now you can find like um, uh, Meshach, Tubal, you find these are descendants of some of the fathers of the of ancient people groups in in the early chapters of the book of Genesis. You'll find them there. Uh, I'm going to continue, uh, beginning verse 4. I will turn you around, put hooks into your jaws, and lead you out with all your army, horses, and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. So these people groups, come, led by Russia, will gather together against Israel. Uh, beginning in verse 5, Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya are with them, all of them with shield and helmet, Gomer and all its troops, the house of Togomar, from the north and all from the far north, and all its troops, many people are with you. So we see here coming in with Russia are uh, Gomer. Now some people believe that Gomer is Germany, and that's not so far fetched. Now if you look what Islam is doing in Germany through the migrants, through the refugees that are coming out of northern Africa and other Muslim places, and and, and so uh, Persia certainly is Iran. Yes, Ethiopia, ancient Ethiopia covered much more territory of eastern Africa than it does today, which would include also Somalia, which is viciously um, a militant Islam. Uh, Ethiopia was called Kush, and, and again, one of the ancient people groups uh, uh, fathered by a man named Kush in early chapters of Genesis. The Cushites are known as the Ethiopians. Uh, some translations of the Bible call uh, Libya Put, which was also... Uh, an ancient person uh, uh, that you find uh, in the book of Genesis. Libya are all with them, uh, shield, and, shield and helmet. Gomer I talked about. Togomar, that's Turkey. That's Turkey. Turkey, uh, when I was growing up, my Jewish grandmother would say, oh, Turkey, such a good friend of Israel. Not today with their leader, Erdogan. He is viciously anti-Israel, militant, Islam and Turkey is turning aggressively against Israel at this time. And beginning in verse 7, prepare yourself and be ready, you and all your companies that are gathered about you, and be a guard for them. After many days you will be visited. In the latter years you will come into the land of those brought back from the sword and gathered from many people on the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They were brought out of the nations and now all of them dwell safely. Because it's here it says they dwell safely, many believe, as do I, that this is at the beginning of the tribulation period, that seven years, where the Antichrist has made a false peace agreement, which facilitates a, a concept in Israel and other places in the world of peace. And that's when Russia and this horde, the Lord will put a hook into their jaws and drag them in according to his prophetic plans and purposes. Why is that? Well, let's continue reading. Verse uh, 9 through 12. You will ascend coming like a storm, covering the land like a cloud, you and all your troops and many peoples with you. Thus says the Lord God on that day it shall come to pass that thoughts will arise in your mind and you will make an evil plan. You will say, I will go up against a land of unwalled villages. I will go to a peaceful people who dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates to take plunder and to take booty, to stretch out your hand against the waste places that are again inhabited and against a people gathered from the nations who have acquired livestock and goods who dwell in the midst of the land. So what this speaks of 
is in the latter days, as the Jewish people have been brought back from the nations of the world, from the sword, from the Holocaust, and also from other neighboring Arab countries that chased them out and took all of their possessions that they had in those lands, like Yemen and Iraq and Syria and other places where they chased the Jews out back to the land of Israel. And at this time, I believe at the beginning of the tribulation, they'll be dwelling safely. And then the Lord will pull these nations who hate him and they hate Israel into northern Israel. They'll come right through there, down the mountains of northern, uh, from, north, from the north into Israel. And if you read Ezekiel 39, the Lord will open the armaments of heaven where Israel has been fighting wars against their enemies. Not so in Ezekiel 38 and 39 in this war. The Lord will fight for Israel. Fire and brimstone will come out of heaven. The Lord himself will fight and destroy those armies. I really encourage you to read Ezekiel 39. Folks, do you hear what I'm saying? Do you see what the Bible says? And what's being set up that I'm witnessing with my eyes right out my back door? Like never before, we who believe in Messiah Jesus need to be ready for the rapture when he comes for us in the clouds. Well, I don't believe in the rapture. Well, you should. It's all through. The Bible, more mysterious in the Old Testament, but certainly in the New Testament, revealed. And Messiah Jesus promised he's preparing a place to come and get us. He's meeting us in the clouds. The dead in Messiah will rise first. Then we who are alive remain shall be caught up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. We're going to that place. Come and go with me to my father's house. Have you received Jesus as Lord? Listen, we're about out of time for this program and almost out of time in this generation before the, tri the tribulation starts. Have you truly been saved by Messiah Jesus? Have you been forgiven for your sins? Have you believed that he died on the cross for your sins and rose again? And that he's coming again very soon. Oh, pray with me. Oh, Father in heaven, I... I don't want to go to this place called hell. I believe that you love me and sent Jesus the Lord to die on the cross for my sins. And hallelujah, he rose from the grave. Oh, save me, Jesus, Lord, forgive me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me a new life that honors God. Make me ready. Help me to understand how to, how to cooperate with your grace and mercy to be ready when you come for us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. If you prayed according to what the Lord's doing in your heart, something like I just prayed, He's saving you now. He's forgiving you now. He's giving you a new life now. Listen, my life now is to prepare for his coming and to proclaim to others to help make them ready. Oh, be saved by our Lord Jesus. And if you're already saved, walk in his ways. Be ready for him every day to come. Bring as many people with you to heaven as you can. Messiah Jesus said in Matthew 24, watch therefore and be ready. For you don't know the hour or the day of the coming of the Son of Man. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, bless all of our viewers today. Help us to be ready when you come for us, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, it's been so good to be with you today. And I truly pray with all my heart that all of us together would learn in a deeper way what it means to watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. 
please contact us at doveschwartz62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z 62 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.